Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. I want to read today from Philippians chapter 4, and I'm going to read here from verse um, verse 10 onwards. I'm going to read from the Amplified Classic, and it says here, I was made very happy in the Lord that now you have revived your interest in my welfare after so long a time. You were indeed thinking of me, but you had no opportunity to show it. You know, if you put yourself back in those times uh, where they don't have the the, the convenience of modern technology where you can give, you know, every day, you can give to traveling evangelists, you can just Venmo somebody, you can PayPal somebody, you can give. Um, it says here, uh, they've rev- he, Paul's saying, I'm, I'm happy that you've revived your interest in my welfare, your, in my, your interest in my well-being after so long a time. I know you were thinking of me, but you didn't have an opportunity to show it. You know, what they had to do when they were going to give an offering is they would have to send generally two people because of bandits, because of troubles, because of different things, they would gather the money and send two people to find them and hope that they were where they were. You know, it wasn't like you could pick up the phone and be like, hey, are you down there in um, Italy or did you go over? So when they would hear and send word, oh, this person saw them there and he said he's going to be there for the winter, they could send somebody. But he's saying, I'm glad that you can have opportunity. Um, I'm glad that you, you've, you've expressed interest again in how I'm doing and my well-being, but you didn't have any opportunity to show it. Verse 11, not that I'm implying that I was in any personal want, for I have learned how to be content, how to be satisfied to the point where I'm not disturbed or disquieted in whatever state I am. You know, I really like this from, from Paul. We, we, we press in as believers, and especially if you've been around the River Church, or if you've been listening to this podcast, we believe in the abundance of the Lord. We believe that God blesses. We believe that part of Part of redemption is that God brings us back to the place of abundance. We believe in abundance. We believe in overflowing. We believe in, we believe in more than enough. We believe in breakthrough. We believe in the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow with it. We we believe that that poverty is not from God. But you know, there's times here it says that 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 God wants us. Um, uh, that I've been learned. I've been instructed. I've been taught by the Lord here to be content to satisfy to the point where I'm not disturbed or disquieted in whatever state I am. And then keep reading on. He says, I know how to be abased and live humbly in straitened circumstances. And I know also how to enjoy plenty and live in abundance. I've learned in any and all circumstances, the secret of facing every situation, whether well-fed or going hungry, having a sufficiency and enough to spare or going without and being in want you know, for a while, this this verse troubled me because I was like, oh, this is saying that, you know, I could go without and I imagined this life of being a missionary and like having no food to eat and starving and somehow this is part of God's plan. But Paul faced crazy circumstances. He faced being shipwrecked, right? He faced spending a night in the deep. He faced missing meals. He faced being thrown in prison. You know, it isn't guaranteed that you're going to have great food when you're thrown in prison. So there was things, there was a cost that he paid. But the thing that I like is is what Paul is saying here, regardless of the circumstance, regardless of what's happening on the outside, this is really the lesson for us, regardless on what's going on on the outside, whether it's abundance, whether it's lack, whether not that lacks God's will, but things, you know, Paul found himself in these situations. Not that God ever plans that someone will spend 10 years in lack. But, but you preach the gospel and, and, hey, what if I'm shipwrecked? What if I'm whipped? You know, what if, what if I'm thrown in jail? What if I'm, you know, maybe I'm not going to have my favorite meal, my cup of coffee that I want when I wake up in the morning. Whatever circumstance I find myself in, 
what I've been taught by the Holy Ghost is that it doesn't matter what the exterior circumstances. I'm learning how to be content on the inside. I'm learning that no matter how much the circumstances change on the outside, I don't change on the inside. That I can remain calm. I can remain satisfied. I can remain content knowing that my help comes from the Lord. Knowing that the Lord's on my side. Knowing that the Lord's not going to let me starve to death. Why? Because I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their seed begging for bread. Knowing that, that, that the God who saved me is going to deliver me. You know, you look at Paul in the island of Malta in the, the, the very last chapter of Acts, and, and you see where he gets shipwrecked, right? And then there, there's, well, before that, there's storms and they're throwing food over. And then, you know, it's 14 days of fasting for Paul. And then he has a word from the Lord and, and, and everyone's going to survive. And then they make it. And then here he is building a fire. They get, they shipwrecked, they make it on shore. And then he gets bitten by a snake. You think, man, if it wasn't enough that he didn't eat him for two weeks, you know, in the water, that's got to drain you. And then he's still there doing manual labor. He's building a fire. And then he gets bitten by a snake. And then he's still in a place of faith. Why? Because he had learned that no matter what it looks like on the outside, to be content on the inside. You know, some people, if they don't have a meal for, if, they, if it gets to three in the afternoon and they haven't eaten, and don't talk to me. You know, all the gifts of the Spirit go out the window. They're not joyful. They're not loving. They don't have any peace. They, you know, they're not gentle. They're not kind. <laughs> all of 1 Corinthians 13, the love walk goes out the window if they haven't eaten. And, you know, it's two hours past my snack time. So God's teaching that, hey, there's difficulty. You know, and, I, and I've been teaching and, and speaking on this in these podcasts more and more. But there's, there's days ahead of us that are going to be difficult. And so we should learn now, as the Lord teaches us, to be content in whatever situation. You know, there's things that we can look forward to and believe the Lord for and press in for. So we never stop contending for what's ahead. But that when we don't see it right away, that we can be content. And it's not that we give up in our faith, but we can say, Lord, I'm learning that even if I'm expecting this to come today and it takes a little bit longer... I'm not going to be upset and disappointed and downcast and worried and, oh, why isn't this working? I'm going to learn to be content knowing that God's with me. His word is true. You know, there's people I talk to who, who, who one thing goes outside of their plan. Oh, I thought I was going to be married by 22. And how old are you? I'm 24. Well, it doesn't mean it's over for you. Well, I can't be happy until I get married. Well, that's not the way it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be able to be able to rejoice in the Lord and rejoice always. Be content. I know how to be abased and live humbly in straightened circumstances. You know, there's times where, where, where there's abundance. I've experienced abundance. The Lord has blessed me. There's, I've, there, there's, there's been times where it's abundance. And then there's times where even when you're in abundance, but there's a time where, where hey, I'm not able to spend as much because things have come up and money's gone this way and money's gone that way. And I'm not going and just buying whatever I want. And so even in the blessing, there's still, hey, there's times, hey, and I'm not going to let that bother me. I'm not going to let my happiness depend on what I can buy the things that I have, I've learned to how to live abased and live humbly and in straightened circumstances. I know most people listening have probably lived in humble circumstances and I also know how to enjoy plenty. I like that. I know how, I know how to enjoy plenty and live in abundance. Some people don't know how to enjoy plenty. Some people have plenty and they don't know how to enjoy it. They can't spend money on themselves. They're, they're, they're scrimping every penny 
Every, every, they're like, you know, everything is just poverty. There's people who are rich and poverty mindset, won't spend money on anything. People who make good money and then they give to the gospel and they put $10 in the plate. Just can't enjoy it. Can't spend money on themselves. Can't buy themselves anything nice. He says, I know how to be, I know how to be a base and live humbly and also know how to enjoy plenty and live in abundance. When you realize how generous God's been towards you, then you can be generous towards yourself. I've learned in any and all circumstances the secret of facing every situation, whether well-fed or going hungry, having a sufficiency and enough to spare, or going without and being in want. I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I'm ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength into me. I'm self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. You know, I believe that this is a skill that we learn and that the Holy Ghost teaches us and instills in us. And even when it doesn't look, it doesn't mean we stop. It doesn't mean we stop. And, you know, some people, when things don't change right away, oh, it must not have been God's will. We don't back down on what's God's will. We don't adjust God's will by what we see. But I'm learning to be content. Lord, I thank you that I'm blessed. You know, there's always going to be something that you're looking looking ahead to. Lord, I see a day where I'm putting $100,000 into the, the offering. I see a day where I'm employing people. But you learn to be content now. You learn that in, in the circumstance, even if there is a period of tightness, Lord, I know this, you've got abundance for me. But Lord, I thank you that I'm complete in you, that you're the head over all things. Lord, that I lack for nothing. Lord, I thank you, even though things might be a little bit tighter, Lord, I'm going to keep giving and my joy is not going to adjust. I'm going to praise you and worship you. And that's really the key. I'm going to praise you and worship you in everything. I'm going to praise you when things are good and there's abundance. And I'm going to praise you and worship you when things are tighter than I want them to be. When there's things that I want to buy that I can't buy. He's talking about money here. When, when I'm going to worship you when, when things are good at my job and when things aren't that great at my job. I'm going to worship you when, when, when that person that I'm dating and I'm falling in love with it. I'm going to worship you when they dump me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not prophesying here to you. I'm just saying. There's times coming we go through difficulty. Lord, I'm going to choose that even though the outside circumstances can change, Lord, I'm choosing not to be shaken on the inside because you're the source of my life. You're the source of my joy. You're the source of my peace. I know what your word says about my future. I know you've got good things in store for me. Lord, I'm standing on the word because I know you've got good things in store for me. I know your hand's not shortened that it cannot save. I know that I'm blessed coming in and blessed gone out. But Lord, if I don't see it right away, I'm not going to be disturbed. I'm going to stand on your word and be content, learning how to be content. You know, there's days coming where there could be persecution because we're Christians. Learn to be content that it doesn't shake you. that It doesn't change who I am. I really like the scripture, Paul's, and I don't know where it is, I should find it, but it says that when the adverse, I think it's in the beginning of Romans, Nothing terrified of your adversaries. When there's an adversary, that, that, that you're, you being fearless and not terrified will actually be a witness against them, that they'll look and like realize, hey, they, they know something we don't know. The fact that, that we've got them by the throats and they, they're not terrified. Not terrified by your adversaries. So choosing and learning to be satisfied in any and all circumstances. Father, I thank you for every person listening to this podcast, Lord, and for myself for a supernatural grace, Lord, to know how to be content in all circumstances. Lord, as we still go after your word and we press in for more and abundance and heaps and and everything that you've got for us, but that while we're walking it out, when things take longer than we think they should, things don't go the way we think they should, 
Lord, I thank you that we learn to be content in every circumstance. Lord, you've done so much for us. You've been so good. We bless you. We honor you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you. I love you. Uh, you're welcome to connect with us on Instagram. If this podcast has helped you, I know every once in a while we get someone who clicks and shares it. I know we got a lot of the same listeners, but if this podcast has helped you, if you would share it on your Instagram story, that'd be help. We love you. We'll see you next time. God bless. <laughs>